Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And here we are in October. The leaves are changing, Allie. The leaves have changed. The candy is out. Yep. I am prepared. What are you going to be for Halloween? You know, I haven't decided yet. We sat, we just bought our house last year. We sat at the end of the driveway and we painted our faces skulls and nobody would recognize us, obviously. So we had a whole year to change. So maybe we'll be um, pumpkins. I don't know. What about you guys? Did, I don't know. You know, um, I haven't gotten that far on a costume yet, so... <laughs> It's a little different with the kids getting older, you know. I don't so think uncool. anyone's trick or treating, and oh. uh, we think we were gonna. Uh, Patrick had some friends going to a haunted house, and do you know how much haunted houses are these days? I love haunted houses. I well, respect bring all your the wallet. Who <laughs> work in the, <laughs> all the shout out to the are people they like, in what, haunted. Thirty bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah. thirty five. Up with the times. Thirty five. It depends on which good one. Yeah. So maybe our maybe our listeners on the October Clinical Corner podcast can put in the comments their favorite haunted house oh gosh, and where it is, that. and then we can we'll go visit them together and we'll we'll vlog it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Well, well what we really brings us here is our October Clinical Corner, and this might be a scary topic. It looks kind of scary from the pictures. It is scary, spooky, and scary. <laughs> So osteochondroma is our spooky term for the clinical corner article. I think they make these turns up. Yeah. Well, it's it has roots and it makes sense when you kind of know the roots of the words and we'll talk a little bit about what that is, but Well, osteo is what bone. Yep. And skeletons, October, yeah. Halloween. It That's all matches right. it. That's right. <laughs> um well we usually give a little uh question to our student listeners so Mm -hmm. big shout out to our students out there hope classes are going good you guys are almost through the semester hang in there it's going good that's right that's right Um, but one of the uh the the significant thing about this article which is kind of cool uh and you guys all know our students obviously know but our listeners probably know you have direct access to physical therapy wow And that means you can come straight to a physical therapist for an evaluation or an injury screen. And in this article is really cool. And we picked it because it highlights something that was picked up on an injury screen. So for our students out there, I want you to think through, as we talk about this article, some of the hallmark cardinal red flag signs you might see uh, on an injury screen that would make you suspect of that injury or want to refer that on for further testing. So, oh, so something you see in a screen that makes you go, yeah. uh-oh, this is probably a deeper problem than I can fix? Correct. Could be. Something that comes up yeah. just in a screen without these, you know, x-rays? Yeah, yeah, because okay. we don't have testing, you know, it's our it's our minds and hands that are telling us what's going on. So this particular way, person. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, by the way, you got that in quickly. I feel like you're doing that a lot more often, getting in the direct access. I'm trying. So you don't Alan. forget. I'm trying. You're making sure I don't catch you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this particular uh, is article is a case presentation. So this is a specific case. This was an individual. Um, this was from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And yeah, and it's an 18 year old female. Um, She went into physical therapy for a complimentary injury screen because she had this deep ache in the front of her right hip and it was clicking. It had been going on for a while, so for almost a year, she says. 
Um, she treadmill runs like three to five miles, three days a week, and she gets some discomfort in her hip and it's been worsening. Um, so she went in to kind of get checked out and see, you know, what was going on, thinking she just had a, you know, maybe some tendonitis or whatnot. You know, you get older and things start clicking. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's 18, so she shouldn't have a lot of clicking yet, but she was. Um, so when the PT took a look at her, uh, she had a right Trendelenburg sign. So like uh, her hip drop down, that's a specific uh-huh. sign we talk about when we talk about weakness and uh, a big muscle in your hip. Uh, she had a weight shift to the left when she squatted. So she wasn't putting like equal weight on that right side. And she had pain and clicking with testing her hip flexor, a muscle in her hip. Um, she also had positive slump test, but most notably, the PT noticed that she had constant pain at her at night. So constant pain at night and some neurological symptoms. Um, she was referred to a physician. Um, the physician did some x-rays. And um, I'll have Allie put, these, uh, put this whole article up so you guys can see these images because it's pretty remarkable. Um, on the x-rays, there's like a stalk-like mass that comes from her lesser trochanter. Um, and that's an osteochondroma. So it's basically a, a bony formation there. Um, and so they're not always symptomatic. You can have osteochondromas that are, um, you know, benign lesions. So sometimes you don't really do anything for it. It's just an incidental finding. As long as it doesn't hurt you? Yeah, correct. Um, but this one, the thought process is that this one, based on the angle, and you can kind of see in the picture of the radiograph, Uh, Because it's coming off of the lesser trochanter and the angle of where it is, it was probably contributing to some mechanical pinching or friction. And so as a result, um, the orthopedic surgeon did surgery to resect the tumor. Um, So after surgery and after that bone like growth was taken off, the patient was sent back to physical therapy. After wound care and uh, rehab, strengthening, um, she was actually able to return to running five miles, three days a week, no symptoms. That's crazy. She was three months post-op. So, so would you say that she grew an extra bone? Well, yeah, it's it's a bone growth. It can happen sometimes in bone. Um, and Is that it, drinking too much milk? <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with that. Uh, we see them often in, in younger folks. It'll be seen what? more um, in this age. So, um, But, the you know, the cool thing is that this was picked up. Um, the PT knew, hey, something's not adding up here. And most notably, like I said, and students, this is where you should perk up, um, that constant night pain. So that's kind of a hallmark sign that we talk about being a red flag. Mm. Um, so someone that has pain with running, you would think they would hurt when they run, and they might hurt a little bit after they run, but, but then they would go resting. to sleep, okay. and they would sleep fine, and they would wake up and be sore, stiff, whatever, when they moved, like activity-related. Okay. Uh, the fact that she was having pain without activity tells us there's maybe something a little bit more going on here. So, so not muscular. Yeah, not, always, not a muscular thing. So the cool thing is three months after really coming in for an injury screen, um, this individual's back to normal. Um, now she needed referral, but it's just kind of proof that the direct access system is safe and is working. And if you're a patient out there and you're having something, I mean, this, unfortunately, this person let this go on for, you know, almost a year um, where she was feeling pain and six months of really, you know, worsening pain. Um, and she probably could have gotten it fixed a lot sooner. Would you say that that bone grew in a year or she had this since she was born? 
Uh, probably not since she was born. It probably developed. Uh, I don't know if you could say it developed in a f- you know a year, but it was probably developing over time. Yeah. Um, and then you know again, a lot of these are asymptomatic, so people never know they have them. They're never really an issue. Um, this one, I think, based on the size and the angle, uh, again created that kind of mechanical pinch or problem yeah. when she was flexing her hip, that and is so, so the muscle was moving across that. Uh, at the angle when she was trying to run. Have you ever seen a patient with something like this? I've had patients that had osteosarcomas removed. Um, I had patients that had them. That means um, cancerous, right? It's benign, so oh. it's not malignant, so it's not going to spread. So it is a, you know, a cancerous growth of the bone, but it's generally a very benign, you know, not threatening, yeah. not going to spread type of cancer. Uh, but I've had patients that had them on their femur, uh, down near their knee, and and had them removed again because at that point they were, um, you know, painful because it had grown up almost where it was like right under the skin or surface, and they're typically sharper. And so I think when the muscle, like when you would push on it or whatnot, it would Ew. be painful. You can see it through your skin? No, I no, couldn't really see it, but he could feel it. Uh, that's how he kind of first started noticing it. It was like a little bit of a lump or... Um, you know, pain spot that he would push on. So Interesting. And yeah. when you refer people on from their initial injury screen or their first mm-hmm. evaluation, that doesn't make you like, that's not, doesn't mean that you don't know what's going on or that you're bad at your job or that they need to, it's just that they need to look in further, that it's not a n- muscular issue. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's outside of our scope of practice. It's something we're saying, you know, hey, we, we don't know. There could be something going on here. We need to get this checked out before we do what we do, you mm-hmm. know. So um, we refer people to different specialists all the time and p- different specialists refer people to us. So, um, you know, when it comes to taking care of patients, it takes a team and you just need the right people doing their job on the team. But it's still a viable step for them to come to PT first, because in that case, they're saving the time and money of getting to these specialists sooner. Correct? Yeah, they can get where they need to go right away. You know, so it's a good thing. Uh, like I said, direct access is working and, um, you know, it shows that we have the ability to kind of screen out what we can and can't treat and get it to the right place quickly. Isn't that nice? Yeah, pretty cool. So, yep, I'll link the article in the description. You guys will see these scary, spooky photos of an extra bone in this yeah. skeleton in this x-ray. And maybe you can learn something from that. This is probably the shortest um, article that we've ever had. Yeah, I guess because, you know, a lot of times we're talking about the case or the article and then treatment and intervention. Mm-hmm. And or this that one, it's it like was, a big case study with multiple people. This one was yeah, just a good example. This one they referred them, you know, and they had surgery and they kind of went back to normal. So. It's more relatable for our patients out there listening. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yeah. And we will talk to you soon. See ya in, oh my gosh, November. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. And you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.